0: Hey, everybody, welcome to the Freedom Entrepreneur podcast. How many of you have ever started out your online business? This, is, this happens a lot where we start an online business and we start doing things for free because we want testimonials, right? Or we want, you know, to just, just get our foot in the door, maybe work through our programs and whatnot. We, we start helping friends. Uh, we start helping people we know. And then all of a sudden, what ends up happening, now we have a calendar full of clients that are not paying us what we are ready to start charging. So how do we transition gracefully from those free clients or low-paying clients into our normal standard rate clients without offending people, without creating conflict with people that are our friends that helped us get started in the business. You know, often we feel that sense of reciprocity and we want to keep serving those that helped us get get our start. Well, with me today is guest Emily Tornator. She is a business consultant who helps you to streamline your business. And she has an amazing story. She's going to share with us how she did this, how she was able to kind of move herself into just taking those more higher paying clients and the story, how it went. I'm excited to share this with you. So before we dive into that, I just want to remind you that we have an upcoming online business bootcamp on March 10th. It is a seven-hour in-depth training. You will not want to miss this. If you have been noodling over an online business idea or you've been at it for a little while now and things just don't seem to be getting speed and traction the way you want, you're going to want to attend. We're going to go over everything. The first half of the training is all about building your business plan, building those profitable products, putting it in the process of what you need to have. And then the second half is all about marketing and driving traffic to that. So it is all encompassing. You will walk away with a business plan, a marketing plan. Plus I have a a bunch of extra fun bonuses that I know are important for anybody who's getting started. So I want you to go find out more about that. You can either text the word freedom to 33777 and or visit www.LindsaySutherland.com. It's right on the front page. All right, Emily, thank you so much for joining us today. And I'm just so grateful to have you here with us.
1: You're welcome. I'm so excited to be here. I know like when we were talking about this kind of just the two of us on one of our calls, it turned into this thing of like, oh my gosh, we've got to tell people kind of, you know, our thoughts on all of this, because I think it's something that resonates with so many.
0: Yes. I remember that. And I, as soon as you mentioned how you did that, I thought, wow, first of all, this is so awesome because it aligns with the pillar of standing in our truth. You know, you honored your heart. You said to yourself, I am way overtaxing myself time-wise because you're giving here, giving there, meeting up with people for coffee and all these things. And then you're trying to scale and grow your business and get more income. And you were like at this crossroads of like, what am I going to do? Like, it's time to just get real here. And a lot of the people that you were serving were friends, people you'd known for years, business owners who'd really helped get your start. Maybe they'd given you a lot of referrals. And so how did you feel about making that transition and what, what ultimately, like what was going through your mind and how did you get, get yourself through that?
1: Yeah. So, you know, it's funny over the past probably year or so I've really tried to work through figuring out what I'm doing and making sure that I'm have a a purpose for it, that I'm not just keeping busy to keep busy. I am definitely someone who I like to be busy. Not that I like chaos, but I do so much better when there, when I have a lot of things going on. If I have too much time where I'm sitting around too much, I get grouchy. It's not fun for my family. Like everybody around me can feel it, right? Like I just, I'm someone who I really like to be busy, but Um, I was talking to my husband. I'm like, you know, I just really want to start focusing on making sure that what I'm doing is purposeful. Like, it doesn't matter what the purpose is, but I need to at least know that there's a purpose, you know? So that's kind of how this started was, you know, I help so many business owners who are overwhelmed, but I was starting to feel overwhelmed. And I, you know, a big one of practice what you preach and I was trying to really get down to why am I feeling so overwhelmed? And I think it was because I was saying yes to helping so many people, which I love. And nobody was doing it on purpose. Like nobody was not being gracious with it. Um, I just really, I'm excited when I hear someone having an issue, I'm like, oh, I can help you. Like you could do this and let me help you get started. And I'm terrible about the, well, I should charge for that, Right. And so looking at what my calendar was looking like, I was like, my gosh, like, I don't have as much time to go volunteer at school or help with the kids when they're home with their homework or whatever, than I want to, because I'm just filling my calendar to fill it. So that's kind of the, the first part was even being aware and noticing
0: that, um, that, that was kind of the that's start. huge. Yeah, yeah, that is huge. And I think, I think too a lot of us we find ourselves just like in that. And there's this feeling of loyalty that comes with your friends and family and people you know, or even sometimes even referrals or acquaintances <clears throat> because you're like, oh, because they know so and so, I need to give them a discount, or I need to, you know, there's this just innate feeling, especially those of us that are, I know there's a lot of people listening to this that are empaths or introverts, or, you know, we're very sensitive, sentient beings. And we feel this outside uh, due diligence, I suppose you could say that makes us want to, you know, diminish what we are actually worth. And the reality is these people are probably just as willing to pay than we're even, giving them credit for. Yes. Yes. And you know, like my background.
1: I mean, I was in it like years and years ago. And then I was massage therapist for 12 years, which is, you know, crazy jump. That's a whole nother story. But I'm telling you, you want to talk about bartering massage therapists, anybody will trade something for a massage. Absolutely. And, you know, I found that in my massage career was like, I was constantly being approached. Hey, like, I really would love to have some massage therapy. Can I trade you for this and that? And I had to really get really strict about saying no to that, or if it was a good fit, like I think I was telling you um, my hairstylist, we decided, okay, we would like to barter, but we're not going to, we're gonna be smart about this because we wanna make sure it's effective for our time. Like if I get a haircut, maybe her rate for a haircut, I don't know, $50, right? But maybe my the massage she wanted to come get was an $80 service. Instead of just trading... One haircut for one massage, one, 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 one of every service that we did, we kept track of the monetary of what we would charge our full paying clients. And we did it that way. And then sometimes it was out of balance and we would pay each other, but we kind of agreed at the start, that's how we were going to do it. And then we both looked forward to it and it worked out great for years for us.
0: Yes. I love that story because I, I can think of the emotional benefit so much. Like you feel, imagine if you know, you're, you're friends with your hairstylist and you're trading. And then all of a sudden you start to feel out of balance, like that energy level. Like you're like, I know that I would charge, you know, $80 for this massage and she's only charging 50 and this isn't feeling fair. And then now you feel stuck and trapped. I think this is a brilliant way for people who haven't gotten into bartering yet, but this is a great way to do it now. So basically you're saying you just keep a running total and it's just a shared file and okay, well, there's my free now, now you owe me this and this and that. And then you balance it out. Did you guys balance it out on a consistent basis or did you just like kind of whenever it it made sense? It just kind of worked out every few months we would check in with each other, but we both went into it with an agreement
1: of like, you know, if one of us, you know, it's coming up on the holidays and we want to make sure we can do whatever, like we would, it was, it was just a really open communication but I was saying that when I started doing strategy consulting and coaching and all the things that I'm doing now, I wasn't smart about it. I didn't do that. Like I very much, um, was trading with people and it felt very fair, but then like, you know, if they want to raise their rates or, I, you know, I'm more comfortable and have my programs now and I want to raise my rates. Then it got awkward again because I didn't do it the way that I knew that worked. Yeah. Yeah. But the cool thing is when I decided kind of at the beginning of this calendar year, I'm going to, I'm just going to stop trading. Many of these people who are people, these people who I were trading with, I I do want their services, but let's make sure that it's, we're just going to pay each other. Even if we're trading dollar for dollar, exactly. I pay you, you pay me. Even if it ends up the same amount every month, I don't care. I would rather have it go out, come in. Because we're both more apt to show up professionally for each other when we get on these calls. We're not going to cancel on each other. We're not going to postpone. And not that that happened all the time, but it's a different, it's just a different feel when you're paying money out or you know someone's paying you to show up. Like, you're not going to mess around. And not that anybody would intentionally do that, but over time, I have found it starts to slide a little into more of that, I'm going to chat with my friend and it's not going to be as effective as it would be if it were my client.
0: Yes, I agree. hundred percent. I could see that actually you mentioned earlier and even in the massage thing, how I, I kind of sense that that could happen too, because you're right. People just don't take it as seriously if there isn't money exchanged um ironically because you would almost think the opposite that because it's free there's more value but it's really true they just don't want to show up in that same way over time you know so i think that's really powerful how what was your experience like when you went to your your free clients or your trading clients, so to speak. Um, what was your experience? Like, how did you feel when you went to approach them? Did you think about how you were going to talk it out? Or did you just kind of wing it? I mean, I kind of thought about like,
1: listen, I wanted to explain, I'm starting off being very purposeful in what I'm doing. And I want to be very careful that where I'm spending my time and my energy is for my paying clients. And I want to make sure that I'm treating everybody with the same amount of service level that, you know, that I think is important. And so I kind of started going, that was my intention, but everybody, the conversation was different because everybody's personality is different. I've known them different. We work together in different aspects. But I'll tell you what, every single person was wonderful. Like every I'd say 90% of the people that you know I had those conversations were like, that's fine. Just send me what your invoice would be and you know, if you want to keep working with me and have me provide services, I'll do the same for you. Like that was it. Like it was so not a big deal. Yeah. And it has really, really worked. And I find that even the work that I feel like I'm doing for my clients is up a notch more than it was before. And I didn't even know there was room to move that. You yeah. Know?
0: And then how has that worked out for you? You mentioned to me uh, quite a few benefits that came as a result of kind of setting those boundaries. What, what became the result of that? My schedule is not near as cluttered up, which is really
1: interesting because it's not really that I'm doing that much different, um, but I'm a lot more focused in like, these are the days that I'm going to have maybe calls with clients, right? Like I just, I've really been able to block my calendar more and have a lot more free time. I also make sure that when I am a paying client of someone else's, I come prepared where I don't know that I was doing that all the time before because it was more of conversation type things. Uh-huh. Like social media, that's a great example. So I was trading with, um, you know, social media agency for strategy and consulting and things. Um, our calls now are so much more effective and efficient because either I'm paying to plan out social media or she's paying me to help her with, you know, what she's working with. And neither of us are like, it's a lot less chit
0: chat. It's a lot more focused. Um, Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. And you also mentioned that you ended up making more. Like, you're like, I'm doing less, I'm making yes. more. Yes.
1: Yes. Less time spent. But it's also that, you know, I feel like what I am charging is fair for the work that I'm, you know, providing. Um, so yeah, my income's gone up, you know, looking at P and L's and things it's really jumped up from this time last year, but I feel
0: so much less overwhelmed. That's so awesome. I mean, this is just such an important lesson. I have actually really not heard very many entrepreneurs talk about this transition because we do, we're always told, you know, get out there, start doing some free coaching, start doing some free services, do some trading, you know, and I see it all the time. I'm trading for testimonials. I'm trading for, you know, this, I'm looking for referrals, but yet who is there to say now that you've done your due diligence now, what do you do? I mean, you just right. drop everybody and start over, but you've built these relationships. This is just such a great way to do this. I love this topic.
1: Well, and if your clients are truly happy and they know the work you're already providing, like why wouldn't they say, yes, of course, I'm going to continue and I'm going to pay you what you know is fair because they know what they've received up to this point. So they know that, yes, of course, if you're in, with anything, right? If you're increasing your rates, If you have a really happy service base, your clients are, I mean, yes, nobody wants their rates to be raised, but nobody's going to, they're not going to stop coming to you because you raised your rates because they've already been really happy and they've gotten this service level that they love.
0: Okay. There's another really important piece to this. And I don't even know, Emily, if you see it this way, because this I know we differ a little bit on the way we see things like from an energy perspective, but when you first told me your story, there is this one unique part of it. Now, for those of you that don't know, Emily has been, she's amazing at networking that, that is like her God-given gift is she is a networker. She's also really good at organizing and helping people to streamline their processes and their backend. She's very, very good about making your brain go from like spaghetti on the wall <laughs> to organized noodles. okay. Yeah. But also that she's a, she's an amazing networker. She's one of those people that she's always connecting people. And it's just a thing she's really good at and she loves to do. And so she had this online business, like networking group and was working. This is an energy thing. She was working really hard in her business to grow this up. And when she decided to kind of just scale back and look at what she's got and like reorganize her own situation and get clear with what she wants, all of a sudden, now that she's cleared her calendar, who comes along, but somebody who's asking her to coordinate their meetup, exactly what she was trying to do. I mean, exactly. And they literally came to her like, as if it was a whole new idea (laughs) and they were like, Hey, do you think you could help moderate our, our talk? We want to stay on topic and da, da, da And she's like, you mean like what I was already doing? Yeah. And are you willing to pay me? Yes, we really want to. I mean, it's amazing <laughs> when our energy gets clear how it just flows and that is exactly what happened and why it's so important to just, stand in our truth and get clear on the boundaries that is important to us. And that's exactly what I see you do, Emily. Like you just, you're like, no, this is what's true for me. I know this works. I'm going to go for it. You followed through, even though it was probably scary, even though you had moments where you were like, should I really do this? Okay. I'm doing this. And then look, it paid off. Like that is just the magic of the whole thing.
1: Well, Um, and I think a big thing that helped too, is I really took the pressure off myself to grow. Because I really felt like, oh, I want to grow my business, grow my business. Yes, of course. You, yes, of course. Everyone wants to do that. But I wasn't growing it in the right way. Like, I don't want to grow my business just to fill my calendar, right? Like, yeah. if I'm putting things on my calendar, I want them to be productive and purposeful, however that happens to be. And that shift was just really big. And it is allowing my business to grow. I mean, you know, someone might look at it and be like, oh, you don't have that many clients or whatever, but what I have, I'm really, really happy with. And I'm being a lot more choosy at what I say. Yes, I want to work on that. Like that's something in that collaboration group that we were talking about. Like, you know, when you get a group of business owners together and talking about struggles and what, what are they finding that works? And one of the things that keep coming up is if you say yes to all these things, you have to say no to some other things. Yes making that intentional choice of like, okay, if I say yes to this, that's going to take time away from this. Is that okay with me? And I've never been good at that, but I feel like all of a sudden I'm saying no a lot. And it's really weird, really weird. Like it's not, I have to really work at it, but it's, it feels good.
0: Well, and there's another piece of this because as a mother. And as a wife, you had a calling in your heart to be there for your husband. He was working hard all day. You wanted to be able to show up more with some of the more domestic duties. Let's just say, <laughs> right. So Not me. I know, but <laughs> and it's and what you're, you wanted <laughs> yeah. to serve your husband that way. And right? I thought that was really beautiful. And by doing this, you've now got that time on your calendar where you're not feeling like this guilt because you didn't get to it, you know, because you spent your time unproductively, like there was all this, that's the energetic, emotional, like stuff happening up in our head when we're giving our time away. And we're like, what did I really get from that? Was it worth it? And look what I gave up. Like you just said, you're giving up something. Oh, I gave up time with my family or, Oh, I gave up the uh, ability to go have lunch with my son in the middle of the day or whatever you're doing. You're always, we're always looking at it and going, is it fair for me? Did I feel like it was good? And when we're out of balance, when we're giving more than we think we're receiving. And, it, and in this case, it wasn't even like that person wasn't necessarily receiving back. It was your whole life was feeling a little out of balance. The yeah. whole system just like fit like a little perfect box. It was beautiful. It was like, yeah. And it I mean, needs nice to be shared.
1: Yeah. And it's still one of those things that it's not always that simple, right? Like they're like this week is really very strange week because my husband changed jobs. And now instead of being virtual, he's in an office. So he's not here. Not that I really saw him a whole lot me, but it's just a weird shift, like everything, right? And so, you know, we're, okay, now we've got to relearn this different routine and who's doing what and how, you know, but it's, it's just nice because I don't feel, and nobody else is putting the pressure on me. It was totally me. I, yeah. I feel like the pressure has kind of lifted and that I don't have to be busy all the time. That's okay. And I know some people are like, well, yeah, of course. And, oh, I get it though.
0: That's just how my
1: brain works. It's weird to be able yeah. to say, oh, it's one o'clock and I have a half hour and I'm going to like throw a load of laundry in and then I'm going to read for 15 minutes. on something I want to read. Like, it's just a very, it's strange. So it's it's, It's really nice. It feels good. And it's, but it takes work. Like I still have to intentionally think about it. No, you do
0: this on purpose. Like, yeah. (laughs) See, I think this is such an important piece when it comes to freedom entrepreneur. I noticed this with some of my clients. I really focused on the, the business side of it because ultimately when we have that passive income or residual income coming in, we get, we create that time freedom, but Like you said, if our mind is, is hung up on filling our schedule, we're going to keep filling it. We have to be intentional and, and remind ourselves it's okay to have downtime. It's okay to be making money and not being busy all the time. Like there is a psychological factor that comes in, especially for people who like, I don't know your upbringing, but I know for me, I was always told you have to work hard to make a living. You know, money doesn't grow on trees. These are just certain mantras. And my dad was a hardworking man and I grew up with that. So I have that belief system. I know a lot of people do. But if we keep thinking that, then that's what we keep getting. So, like you said, you've had to really focus on being intentional and retraining how your brain works. And I love that you're doing that. You're just such a great example of of everything that I talk about. (laughs) Thank you. Well, and it's funny because the majority
1: of people that I work with are those entrepreneurs, real go-getters, very hard work ethic, typically very overwhelmed because they've done it them to themselves, myself included. And then when you start breaking down all of these, like all of a sudden you have systems for things and strategies for things and the things that you were spending your time going over and over and doing the same thing over and over. And all of a sudden that starts running over here and things are smooth. I've seen it so many times and it's funny because now I'm going through it, but I've seen it so many times with my clients where they're like, okay, but what am I supposed to do now? It's weird. Like, yes, because, and then, and then they start saying, okay, now I'm going to start this other business. Cause I have this time to do that. It was like, no, no, no. The point of you getting all these systems and things organized was to actually give you a little bit of freedom back, give the balance back. And, but most entrepreneurs, their brains don't work that way. Like we all think, "Oh, now I have more time. I can go and now I'm going to start this." <laughs> it's like oh, no. we sabotage ourselves.
0: Well, it becomes a thrill. I mean, there's there's just yeah. something to be said about that challenge and like, "Oh, I'm going to create this business. I'm going to make something from scratch, and it's going to happen." And there's this like frenzy that comes from that and an emotional charge. But there's also so much power in play and leisure time and being able to create meaningful memories with your family. And if you don't have a family or you're still single, even just being with yourself, so much goodness. And we've gotten so far away in society from being comfortable with silence and just that downtime. So it's important to you know recharge and get back to that. Yeah, for sure. And I mean, I almost have to look at the
1: different aspects of things that I do as jobs. Like, okay, if I'm going to do stuff at cleaning in the house and stuff that I don't, I have to look at that as, yeah, I might not be getting paid for it, but that's part of my, like, that's one of my jobs. The other job is this, you know? And if I look at it that way, then I do it and it's fine. But if I don't look at it that way, I have a hard time. Getting yeah. So I think it's it. figuring out how you're what's the motivator? Like you said, like growing up that you work hard. Okay. Well then I need to think of this little section as working hard until I can get over the beast and I don't have to work hard.
0: Yes. I say, this is a mantra that I say to myself, it's okay to get paid in while I play. Like it's okay to just relax and not do something. I'll just keep telling myself that until I finally calm down. Because I do find myself sometimes where I don't have like a purpose in that exact moment, right? Because I haven't filled up. I usually will have my schedule back to back to back with things to do. Mm -hmm. And when, and then I feel guilty when I just veg and I don't do something. I'm like, oh no, what am I forgetting? What did I need to do? And my brain starts to just like go on high alert. It's like, hey, whoa, it's okay to just lay here. It's okay to just relax. (laughs) I know. It's like, I, like,
1: yeah. my, my husband like is really, he, he's really good at reminding me sometimes, you know, it doesn't go over very well, but he really is really good at reminding <laughs> me of like, can we just enjoy what we're doing right now? Do we have to think about the next thing? And I'm like, yeah, but, and you know, I'm a planner. Like I like to have all these things juggling and he is not <laughs> so, yeah. we're so opposite in that way. And he's like, hey, we just have a weekend where we don't have plans. I'm like, well, what are we going to do? <laughs> Right. We don't have to do anything. That lasts about an hour. then I'm like, so who wants to go to do something?
0: <laughs> but you know, that's, we're trying. Great. that's great. Well, this has just been a great conversation. I think uh, hopefully very enlightening for people listening to this that may yeah, be struggling so. with that transition. So tell us a little bit more about where they can find you if they want to yeah, work with so, you. So um,
1: my business is Pub Napkin Partnerships. So you can go online to my website. You can find me on social media. Um, I, the name is Pub Napkin Partnerships, not because I sell napkins, but because the <laughs> great ideas start on bar napkins. Like a lot of our big decisions about buying a house and doing this and naming our kids was all on bar napkins, right? So um, yeah, so just online or, you know, can go online, find me, shoot me a text, whatever. But I'm always happy to just chat and see how I can help.
0: And I will say as a testimonial, um, Emily and I, she helped me in the beginning when I was really overwhelmed, feeling like, I don't know what direction to go. I had so many ideas and I didn't really have a lot of clarity. Um, just in a few sessions, she was able to really help me like, I don't know, twist my brain so I could get clear. And it was really great to have that accountability. Okay. Like I got these done this week. And I didn't squirrel because I knew I was going to be checking in with her. So it's very helpful. It is really helpful to have somebody like that in your corner. I really encourage you to reach out. Emily is phenomenal, what she does. And she's very well connected. So if you need help with anything, she knows the right person for that. So. Wonderful. Well, once again, y'all listening in to the Freedom Entrepreneur podcast, I thank you for joining us. Please leave us a review if you are listening on iTunes or any podcast player. We'd love to hear from you. It just brings us great joy to know that we've touched your life in some way. And be sure to head over to lindsaysutherland.com and register for the business bootcamp that's coming up on March 10th. It is a seven hour deep immersion training. You won't want to miss it, I guarantee you. You will walk away with more clarity and more confidence than um, you've had in a while. So join us then. I look forward to seeing you there.